Yo, Jamil. Hey. Listen, what did you have for iftar yesterday? Oh, man. Yesterday, got some mensaf in the house. Uh-huh. And macaroni bechamel. You know me and macaroni bechamel. Yeah. But yo, mensaf for iftar. I gotta say, that's pretty wild. Yeah. With the macaroni bechamel, it was a very dairy-heavy iftar. Well, at least at least they they kind of work together. Mensaf and macaroni. Like, it's got the white sauce aspect. Yeah, they definitely work together. Man, I... I put the macaroni bechamel on the, my plate mm-hmm. and then I poured the mensaf jamid on the macaroni bechamel and it was heavenly, a heavenly combo. That's wild. I don't know. A little too wild for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hamburger Generation Jeel Al Hamburger. On today's episode, we have Mo and Malda joining us for a quick chat, burger story style, about iftar, fasting, the love of food, and everything else that you go through in Ramadan. Um, it's a really fun, lighthearted conversation. Enjoy it. Have you guys forgotten and eaten or drank during this Ramadan this, yet? This Ramadan, no. No, man. It hasn't happened in a few years, but, you know, when it does happen. Oh, it's man, such an it's amazing... So, so, God, it's, so oh. <laughs> it's the bomb. Yo, but, okay, let me ask you a question. This is an interesting question. Um, it's an interesting question. I'm so excited to hear it. Okay, if, if someone is about... To eat oof, or drink, oof. and you see it, and you're them. like, I ah, know he's a fasting person. It almost happened person. to us, no? Yeah, it I'm happened to us. I giving you chips. Yeah, yeah. He almost had it. Melda wasn't per- fasting on that particular day, and she was eating Cheetos. Okay. And I just like went up to her. In and front I'm of like, Jamil, I'm such a good person. <laughs> and I just opened my mouth, and I'm like, oh, feed me. And she's <laughs> like, aren't you fasting? <laughs> and I was like, god damn it, where'd you gotta remind me? Yeah, dude, in Dubai, it's impossible to accidentally eat something around anyone because everyone's like fasting man fasting man <laughs> just let me forget and enjoy this glass of water I know my uh, my friend she's from India and uh, we went out today like this morning and she's like <laughs> she's like I'm wearing a skirt is that okay I'm like yeah why she's like because it's Ramadan I'm like dude it's fine like chill as long as you're covered and you're not wearing skimpy clothes so I feel like it's really uh, Everyone's adopting so the Ramadan. Conscious, yeah. Conscious Yo, that, Ramadan. This oversensitivity yeah. thing is something I really have a problem with. Yeah, me, me too. too. Sure. I like this whole like, oh, I'm eating. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like I walk <laughs> around my office and most of my office doesn't fast. Mm. I'm one of the few who does. And everyone like they'll have like a, let's say a coffee on their table. And if I'm walking by and I'm talking to them, they'd be like, I could see them like moving the coffee away <laughs> yeah. as I'm having as I'm having a conversation. Like it's okay, you can drink. Like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Like yo, it's yeah, yeah. it's not it's a like, big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I know you eat and drink, and like people get food and they like rush rush to the kitchen and like they hide it and like they don't want to eat. Like we had like an event and invited a bunch of clients to it, and there was like croissants and coffee because it was like a daytime event. You know, my boss is like. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. Like you're fasting. I'm like, dude, it's totally fine. Mm. Like, and then, it's not like we're gonna go mad and like I cannot control myself. Here's, here's the thing. I there's two types of people mm. who fast. Okay. Mm. There's 
this is uh, things I think about while at work. <laughs> so there's two types of people I've realized among fasters. There's those who, if they're fasting, don't want to be tempted by the smell or, or you know, uh, visual food or people eating around them. They're, oh, get away. And some people, very few people, but actually go- do get like, you know, like offended mm. around food. Like, oh, don't they know it's Ramadan? Like, you know, there's, mm. but it's such a small percentage of people who are like that. But then there's people, I'm one of these people who, when I see food mm. in Ramadan, I go and I'm like, oh, let me smell that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's amazing. I'm so like that. I'm too. so like that. Dude, like, so much so. Uh, the, the number of hours that I spend watching cooking channels, <laughs> yes. like way, yes. triples, so no. triples yeah. during Ramadan. I love watching food shows in the Ramadan. Yeah. Or like mm. if someone's eating next to me, I'm like, oh, man, take a bite, take a bite. <laughs> <laughs> take a bite and enjoy like, it. Yeah, I like, want you to enjoy yeah, it yeah, all like, the way. Yeah, like someone's having a burger. Like it happens where I go like, yo, man, just, just take a bite, take a bite. And like they take a bite and then like, you know, like melting cheese. I'm like, yo, lick, lick the cheese. <laughs> It's like you thought about this before. Uh, Lick the cheese. Don't let it drip like that. It's so rough. I'm the exact same way. It's like vicariously living through someone else eating. Exactly. But like the first, the first one. What is the point of fasting if you don't want to see food? You don't want to be around food. You're not even allowed to talk. That defeats the whole objective of seeing something and then, you know... Bringing it onto yourself to have self-control. Yeah. Like, what is the point? What's the point? Like, well, and then people like to brag, like, "Oh, we fast in the Ramadan so we can feel we can feel what poor people feel." Yeah. Well, there's people around poor people who got food, <laughs> and they they're able they they have no yeah. choice. Like, make this part of your journey. Yeah. But exactly. I mean, to be fair, poor people also are not. You know, coming up to random people in the street being like, but that burger, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that burger, lick that cheese. Yeah. Take, take a drink of that soft drink. Right <laughs> Dip the fry in the ketchup slowly. Yeah. <laughs> slowly. Yeah. Let's say like you're in the office and there's like other people that are fasting. You want to kind of like, you know, sort out who's fasting. Because so then, then you guys are in the fasting club. You know, because yeah, then 100%. it's like, yo, homeboy, some, there's some croissants in the room. Let's go smell them. <laughs> like, you guys are doing a thing together, uh, you know? Also, there's like that whole uh, discussion of like, yo, what you got food? Like, what you got for a start today? Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you go back home. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like. Yeah. A and there's the constantly sending each other cook, cooking videos. Yo, check yeah. out this. Oh, <laughs> check out this video, man. Yeah, <laughs> for real. That's the best. Or that's the best when you get those. Man, tasty, tasty on they Facebook. Stop sending yeah. me them. <laughs> oh, man, they're so good, though. <laughs> but yo the keto one yeah yeah, yeah the keto one is <laughs> keep good. it up with the keto complaining that's another reason i want to know who else is fasting because i want to complain like man i really want a coffee today i'm so sleepy like mm. you know i want to be able to complain yeah, I want, but I want if you complain then, yeah. to someone who doesn't fast then, then they like feel they bad guilty. you're guilting them yes yeah. yeah i don't want to guilt anyone yeah i don't want to guilt and i do i i do the opposite i do like it's fine. It's fine. No, 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 no. I love it. I love it. I love it. Have some. Have some. Like yeah. I do the opposite yeah. just to like make them extra comfortable. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Too extra. Have you guys ever cheated during Ramadan? Cheated? Yeah. As in, have you like, oh my God, I'm so thirsty. I'm just going to take a, like a little sip. Yes. <laughs> but like, <laughs> really? What the hell does that? <laughs> like, as, as an adult? <laughs> <or>? Okay. <laughs> I once uh, was at school. Mm. I'm going <laughs> to... 
skill Jimmy skill fashion I I need yeah I need to let out of my chest right now okay uh so at school in the boys section like for me school was like half sitting in the classroom and studying and half of school was a football pitch and playing football mm. for me that was school mm. um and you know after you have the addiction of playing football you're not going to stop playing football just because it's ramadan yeah, i know yeah. the feel oh man so you you go to recess and it's like 45 minutes and you play football and we have rules you know uh we got rules where you have like a bunch of different teams and the winner stays playing uh so my team on that particular day during ramadan was kick ass mm-hmm. we didn't lose a single game we were on a roll this is like a lose get out situation exactly so you I guys mean, just played through yeah i mean that's the best format by the way but yeah well, there's law and order yeah but you then know? you get tired though i mean then you're i mean yeah but then that yeah. adds that just like, takes the stakes higher yeah it's you you build honor yeah. within your team that okay. you yeah. are the and then and when you only have two teams the whole recess then like halfway through let's say that one team is winning by a lot then there's no more intensity in the match then people start messing around dribbling a lot the team isn't playing together but when it's only one goal you're out you're like, oh we have to win we have yeah. to win like every every match matters uh, yeah definitely Malda what do you think <laughs> <laughs> you guys are retarded first of all I didn't know this intensity was happening on the playground well, welcome to the boys Honor. world power all in the day's playground i'm just thinking of stank and sweat like seriously those poor teachers yo mo but you know when like one team is like on a roll and they're winning and winning and winning and when you're sitting outside you're hoping that the winning team wins again so that you can be the one i want to be i want to be the one that scores the goal against the winning team to get them out yeah I don't want them to lose. Yes, exactly. I else. want to be the one who like takes them out yeah. of their like. Yeah. I want to be the David that triumphed over Goliath. It's <laughs> like that. Dethrone them. Yeah, dethrone them. Yeah. yeah. So you you're wishing good to your enemy. Yes. So that you can be the one to that strips them. Yes, absolutely. Precisely. Yes. You guys are insane. And what you're all like? What ten years old at this age? No, this is <laughs> no, this not is really. Up until, this is like if we go play. Yeah, if we go play right now, that's the case. <laughs> literally, like yeah. literally, if there's a game and we have this three three team thing and we go play football right now, this situation could happen. This situation will happen. Will happen if Absolutely. if one team is like winning. on a momentum w- yeah. of winning, like, like so three many wins games. in a row, four wins in a row. It's like, like oh my god, I need to kick them out. Like, yeah. anyways, so at that point, I was in like grade whatever eight, nine. I don't, can't remember, but Twice. because because <laughs> because we played the <laughs> because we played the entire recess time for forty five minutes, and like the bell rang and we hadn't stopped like full intensity running. I was just like, oh my God, my throat was so dry. Oh, I couldn't damn. even get any saliva to just trickle down my throat to just make it wet oh a God, little bit. Oh my God, you're making bit. me thirsty. Pass me the water right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I like freaked out. I like ran. I was like, oh, like mm. what's it in English? Like, gargle uh, some water. Yeah, gargle some water. So I'm just like, uh, nobody's looking. <laughs> 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 I love how nobody's looking. Uh, I'm just like nobody's looking. <laughs> okay, I swear to God, that's the only time I'm ever gonna do this in my life. <laughs> did you at least like have like a mini sips? Like, were no, you no, like, it was I one. broke it. It was one. It was one. Oh, oh yeah. man, you ruined I, it. You may as well. I don't know. I feel like no, God no. would understand that. Of yeah. course, yeah, exactly, it's not yeah. even that strict, Yanni. No. Yeah, true. I don't God think would it understand. I mean, you were on a five-match winning streak. <laughs> 
<laughs> you deserved it. You earned it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I went back to class and I was just like, yeah. I felt like so sinister from inside. Like, mm, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the height of Jamil's evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I love the rules that we used to come up with, like don't brush your teeth with toothpaste. Tuftar. What? Yeah. I've yeah. never heard that what? before. When you're kids, like people come really? up with retarded yeah. shit. Dude, I used to have a uh, friend of mine in Canada who was probably like on the other end of the spectrum, just like fasts, but like, you know, does her own twist to it. Like she'd be <laughs> she'd be fasting, we'd be at school, and we'd be like, yeah, yeah, we got the fats going on. Um, and then she'd be like half the way through the day, I'd be like, hey, how's it going? She'd be like chewing gum. She'd be like, yeah, it's going good. I'd be oh, like, dude, uh, <laughs> did you forget and eat gum? She's like, no. I just, I just really, I don't think God wants me to have bad breath. Like, <laughs> oh, so I true. think it's okay. <laughs> that is the worst thing about fasting, though. Yeah, yeah the bad breath. She's like, I'm not swallowing it. It's just <laughs> chewing in my mouth. Like, yeah, God. but like sugar is trickling down too. But I mean, the intention at the end of the day is to be to feel what the poor people feel. So does a poor guy have a like how it poor are you how going poor this guy how yeah. poor you want to go with your empathy <laughs> yes exactly exactly uh, and then there's people that just like straight up forget mo you f- yeah yeah so when i yeah. when i was a kid <laughs> is that directed at mo yeah yeah when <laughs> yeah yeah most childhood is uh, riddled with forgetfulness in ramadan <laughs> i'm very forgetful and i was especially when i was a kid but we had neighbors who had uh friends friends of our family they were our next door neighbors we lived in a townhouse separated by a wall so I used to always go, just leave their house and go to our neighbor's they house to play with the kids. They had kids that were our age. And yeah, we'd go play with the kids. And that family happened to be Christian. And so they don't, they don't fast in Ramadan mm-hmm. or whatever. And I honestly, I've heard this story so many times. I can't remember if it's my memory or I've just heard this so much from Israel. So I'll let Israel tell it. Okay. Mojo would wake up in the morning and be like, Friday, it's Ramadan, straight up. Mama, I'm going to play. He's going to the neighbors. <laughs> okay, he's going to the neighbors. Okay. Is he fasting? Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that yeah. age, like Mo was. I, I started. Fasting. I started like pretty young, and I was into it too. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to fast. Yeah, because he's fast. like the youngest. Yeah. Like the older siblings are fasting, so he's like into it competitively and stuff. So he'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm fasting!" He like straight up go the whole day, and then come back. Like, let's say if Star would be at like four thirty, he'd come back at like four twenty-five, right? <laughs> and then like while he's there, he'll have like. Not a normal amount of food because he forgot, you know? He'll have like cereal breakfast, snack time, lunch, <laughs> snack again, go- another another bowl of cereal because they had really good cereal. Yeah? And then come back to our house like five minutes before iftar and then he'd be like, oh yeah! Actually, I'm not going to eat during iftar. I'm already so full from my day out the whole day. Sure. But I didn't know and I would forget. Speaking of forgetting and not knowing, <laughs> um, I have uh, this story always stuck with me. It's pretty telling of like how people like find loops in religion, you know. Yeah. I have an uncle, like my mom's cousin or something. He, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, you know, you all know this feeling mm. if you've ever fasted. When you wake up and you're super thirsty. And you look at the clock and you're like, please, God, please don't be for be like, before four. Please, please no. be before the time when you have to start fasting because yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm so thirsty. So I have uh, an uncle, I just call him Ammo. When he used to wait, he used to sleep with all the curtains in his house closed 
and keep all the lights off and hid all the clocks and watches in the apartment that he lived in. So when he wakes up and he's thirsty, he goes and he closes his eyes and walks to the kitchen, gets water, drinks, oh my God. The, drinks the water. He goes, I don't know what time it is. So I get, so as long as you don't know, it's, it's not at all. I like this guy. <laughs> Yeah, he's got it all know. figured out yeah so I, I always found that to be ingenious <laughs> oh man this is a sad story well not so sad interesting well interesting but sad as well like oh, it's, yeah. it's definitely not humorous mm. yeah definitely so I was picking Jamil up from his house in Merdiff and we were on our way to work yeah so Melda and I we carpool from Merdiff because we work at the same area and on our way exiting Merdiff we find this old lady standing on the street and just hailing I thought she was hailing at a cab at the beginning. And she's just like full on Abaya, Shayla. It's like waving cars down. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a residential area. Yeah. Residential so area. So it's bro. right next to the traffic light, and this lady, full on black Shayla Abaya, hailing cars. Older? Really old. Really yeah. old. Mm. So she's just hailing cars, and Melda and I were just passing by. And you know that feeling when you see like someone in need, like on the streets, and you're. Like having this internal coffee, like, do I want to stop right now or like not stop or do I stop? And uh, we actually took the turn because it was like a green light. And then we started asking ourselves the question like, yo, should we be like there helping her? Like she's an old lady and she's just like randomly in the street. Wait, you didn't stop? No, At we the didn't beginning, stop. Like We hesitated and then the light I mean, turned oh green God. and then we just went. <laughs> we didn't understand what the hell was going. It like, gets worse. Okay. So we just turned and then we started asking like, yo, maybe we should help her. Also, we were running late to work. We were very yeah, late we to were work. In your late. defense. Oh <laughs> we really were. But then as we were driving, we're like, yo, let's go back. It seems like she needs some help. So we took the U-turn came back to her she was still there she was still there and there was a guy who had stopped his car and uh was talking to her so i told malda yo malda park here let's just see what happens this is very recent yeah this was like like last week in ramadan yeah yeah, like three days thursday it was thursday actually yeah which is three days ago yeah three days ago so (laughs) we parked and we're just watching this guy as he's talking to this lady and he's just like he seemed like frustrated and confused or something. And then we see him walking away and leaving her. And as he's walking away, she's still hailing cars. Mm. So what we're seeing is that this guy stopped, tried to help her. Something happened and he just walked away. Yeah. So we decided to drive up to her and see what's up. So Jamil went down first because I was driving. So I stayed in the car and Jamil comes down and then he tries. Yeah. So I'm talking to this lady. I'm just like, uh, marhaba. Uh, what like what's up? Uh, do you need a ride somewhere? Don't say what's up. Like she's an old lady. Yo. Okay, I spoke to her in Arabic, but I'm not gonna speak in Arabic right now. Okay, marhaba, uh, <laughs> auntie. Like, <laughs> don't say what's up to the lady. <laughs> so I'm like, do you need a ride somewhere? Like, can we take you? Are you trying to get back home or something? And she's just like, la la la. I'm not trying to get anywhere. I'm not trying to go anywhere. Like, uh, what kind of accent is she speaking in? Uh, like uh, I don't. Okay, it's very. Well, uh, well, if we found out later that she was Iraqi, okay. so it was Iraqi. She's accent. very common Arabic. Like she had no accent, okay. Adi. Yeah. Like very. True. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't pinpoint anything. Yeah. So anyway, like, 
Jamil's having the conversation with her and he keeps looking at me and it seems like nothing, like he's not going getting anywhere with this. So I come down because I'm a girl and she's a woman. So maybe she was having a hard time communicating with another guy, like with a man. So I was like, oh, maybe she needed a feminine presence. So I go and I do the same thing, like, marhaba khalto, like, is everything okay? Where are you going? Where can we take you? And every time we'd ask her... Where one second, you- one second. <laughs> there was a bunch of stuff. <laughs> we'd ask her, where, where are you trying to go? Because she's hailing for cars. I'm like, okay, she's trying to get somewhere. Where are you trying to go? Like, oh. when Raiha? Yeah, when Raiha. makan, inta when Raih. Inta when Raih. Where are you going? She would tell me. Ooh, I see. I'm like... Ooh, uh, philosophical. I'm like... I'm going to Media City where for for work, but it doesn't matter where I'm going. I'll drive you wherever you need to go. And then she'd be like, ah, and then she wouldn't answer. Like she'd look very sad and wouldn't answer. This is where Melda comes in. So what I was about to say is that every time we asked her where she was going, she'd start to cry. So then we'd ask her other oh, no. questions like, where did you come from? What are you doing here? Is everything okay? Again, like, where are you going? Then she'd cry. Mm. So it was a bit bizarre. Well, what was she answering to the other ones? Like I mean, Everything was normal. Like Where are you from? I'm from Iraq. Where do you live? In Mirdef. Do you, do you know anyone here? Yes, I live with my brother. Do you have uh, sons? Yes, I have three sons in, in England. So, But before that, before we got to that stage, we figured, okay, maybe because it's Ramadan. So again, like the Ramadan theme where a lot of beggars come out yes. during Ramadan. Yeah. So... That's why, like, I think initially we were skeptical. And again, like the stereotypical woman wearing the abaye and then hailing. So maybe, you know. So then before we asked her all these questions, like it was just a couple of times of asking her where she was going and she wouldn't answer. So we're like, you know what? Maybe she just wants money and she doesn't want to ask. So we're like, do you need money? And then she's like, no, I have. Mm. That's when it became even more bizarre. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you need? So we asked her. We, co- even, we even asked her, do you want us to stay here with you and try to stop a taxi? And she's just like, I don't need a taxi. I don't want a taxi. So then she, like, she would tell us that her car broke down and uh, she, left her, she left her house and her car broke down. So I got the sense that, that she was crying at a specific uh, question because she didn't know the answer. So I figured maybe it was Alzheimer's. Mm. Right. So I started asking her, like, what's your name? So she knew her full name. She knew where she was from. That's when like she was answering uh, who she's here with, like who she stays with, her brother. Uh, She has a son. Like she started giving me information just so that we knew like what was the full story. And then again, like, what can we do for you? Do you want to go to then I started naming places because maybe that would ring a bell. So do you want to go to the mall? No. Do you want to go to the mosque? No. Do you want to go to the, I don't know why, I figured cemetery, maybe someone's, she wants to visit someone, that's why she's emotional. No. And then we're like, shall we call the police for you? And she's like, no, 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 no police. Yeah, she started freaking out when we said police. And she's like, no, 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 la, 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 like that. And then she's like, yeah, like Haram, it was so sad because we felt so helpless. And every time she'd cry, my heart would break. Like, what can I do for you? And at some point, we're like, you know what? Just come with us. And she came with us. But then we stopped. We're like, where are we taking this woman? Like, she can easily be in our car for the rest of the day. And like, we wouldn't know what to do with her. 
Okay, so the back. How, so how, how old are you thinking ah, she is? So we did. So one of the questions that I asked her how old she was, she's like 70. No, 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 90. But she didn't seem that old. So I feel like that's when. She seemed like 70 ish. Eh, but she's 90. So maybe. I feel like she did have a memory problem, definitely. Mm. So let's pause here and a backstory to this. I think at some point when before we were doing the U-turn, Jamil is telling me about this man that he occasionally sees in Mirdif in his neighborhood by the mosque. Yeah, Mo, you know about yeah, I know this guy. Yeah, I know exactly. this guy too. Yeah. 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 Who he occasionally drops back home. So I've done it like once by myself. I was just driving past by this mosque and the guy just hailed me down. Very old looking guy. Yeah. And he's just like... He said something like he needs a ride back to his house. Like, can you drop me off? And just he just came in my car and dropped him off to his house. And I went on my day. And the other time where that happened was b w I was with you, Mo, where he just got in the car with us and we dropped him off yeah. together. I've dropped this guy off several times. He goes to the mosque and back. Every time I pick him up, he just yells at me for wearing jeans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a familiar guy in the neighborhood. So coming back to where we were, I think at some point we're like, okay, we don't know what to do. And honestly, like at that moment, me and Jamil just looked at, looked at each other and we're just like, you know what? I guess let's just leave her. I know it's a shitty thing to say, but like at that moment, we just didn't know what to do. So like, let's just leave. And she was telling us to leave. Yeah. And I mean... It was difficult, you know, bringing the police, like involving the police. And we didn't really understand the whole story. Like yeah. we worried like she'd be in something and then would get her into like more trouble. And she'd also say like when we'd ask her, like, what do you want out of like, wh what are you doing out here on the streets? And she'd just be like, anywhere. Like, I just want someone to stop and take me and take you where? Take me anywhere, anywhere. Just take me. Mm. so with the idea of that man and with her we're like maybe she's just one of those people and you just can't help them and she's in the neighborhood and that's it like that's let's just like like i really hope the story has an ending uh, so malda and i went give to me work. some closure man i need some closure <laughs> seriously we left and yeah. then uh i go on instagram and i post the story because it's pretty interesting what happened and it's Forget interesting, it was more bizarre. So I posed the question like, what do you do for my followers? Because I'm really curious because I knew I know that we didn't handle it in the best way. So I asked people and a lot of people suggested we call the police because the police. So this is for the listeners. Basically, this is part of the whole moral of the story. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, well, there was something out of those Instagram stories. But before that, I mean, oh. just for anyone to know whoever Whoever's wondering, obviously the police does have a department that deals with these kind of people and there's like and everything. So it's not something where mm. they could potentially get in trouble because they would obviously know uh, where these people live and what their situations is. So don't be afraid to call the police in this situation. True. A lot of people also advised to obviously it would have been better to stay with the lady until like you obviously figure it out what how yeah, like comfort her like until comfort the police her, comes her down yeah and then take so her. i mean these things you i don't know i want to say you don't think about them on the spot like because there's so many things happening so like i do feel guilty about it but anyway afterwards what happened like one of the answers or like one of the people who got in touch was uh 
she asked me a question she's like is her name and I'm like yes and so she's like dude this woman is a pediatrician she has Alzheimer's and she's very very well known in the community she speaks five languages but because of her disease so she basically just lost everything and she lives with her brother who was an engineer and who got into an accident and he lost his senses or whatever and that's the guy that you guys picked up from the mosque mm. so, so brother brother and sister yeah so um so the reason how or like how she knows this her mom would go around during Ramadan and like distributing iftar meals and stuff and that's how she spotted the woman because she I mean she um uh, they used to visit her as a doctor and then she spotted her and like she was really sad but I but the mother doesn't have more to the story so I don't know what's her situation like what's her circumstance mm. where she lives what's happening so Melda's like on a mission right now trying to find <laughs> well me too I guess I'm trying well to find you know somebody. where she lives no, no, we, we don't. don't. No, so I, the guys exactly. Yeah, I dropped the brother off, but I honestly don't remember where it was that I dropped him off. Do, Do you, you know, Mo? Yeah. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Next to your house, you mean? Hold up, hold up. I can't remember. Why are you guys pursuing this story further and want to know more about it? I don't understand. Because mm. they live alone and they don't have a support system. Do you know this? So I don't know. It seems like the lady just left her house and she's not in a doesn't seem like she's protected or safe or maybe she is but maybe like maybe you just want to check find up out. on the situation yeah, like maybe we need to be there to sort of offer a hand or any kind of um what do you call it support yeah like f- whether it's financial support or just like group support for this family that seems mm. to be mm. not in a good place like i don't know i think it's i think she was there for a reason to help pretty much to help to help okay yeah to help why what did you think okay because in my head i hadn't in i always thought that this the guy and the woman who live in this house that they have a family with them Mm. and they are like i would imagine that their supportive family that's i imagine that they have a family with them they're supportive they or else like someone with alzheimer's or someone who is in the condition of that man Mm. could not survive alone but that's the thing like also yeah where your residency visa would be on like there's there's so many things that of course they have people with them yeah and i just imagine from the family's point of view i don't think they'd appreciate people following up and being like like but why not if i if i met your mother or your not your mother like the Mm. person's mother or your aunt or whoever it this woman is related to you if i met her on the street and she's hailing a cab and i was worried about her and i went and i found out and i checked up on her this is something big. Like, how does one leave your house with a disease such as Alzheimer's? And yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. It's like a, it's like a strong, strong community. Like that's True. what makes no, like no, a good I'm, community. I'm convinced. Plus, like convinced. there are, there were other points that made us uh, wonder. So she brought up her her only child who was living in Britain. So she basically didn't give us an indication that she had a family here. But also the friend who told me about the the lady she saw her in the streets as well sort of gave that indication that she's not really in a safe place it's happened more than once yeah exactly like she's seen her on the road like it's not like or something so listen like it could be that they you know because 
people with Alzheimer's do slip away, like they do leave, it's sneak out. It's it's not that it's not probable, but I think I just feel like, you know, the fact that we 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 met, like we just when we came we came across her or like we crossed paths paths then I think that we need to go back and check and see like if everything's okay and how mm. we can help if they don't have anyone helping yeah. them and what's the situation there for the moral of the story yeah what's the moral Melda? <laughs> well mental health awareness but we have that stigma like oh you see a person outside acting all crazy you leave them alone mm. but like there's a whole story and a whole life and a whole backstory that's happening you don't leave them alone like a lot of people they really open my eyes like how do you just you know you calm the person down you try to find out what's wrong with them but we don't have that like I feel like I was raised in a way that you see someone acting in a weird way you just stay away from them because they're dangerous or they're gonna get the crazy on you or something but so no it was really sad to know or to learn that she was a pediatrician she's you know she was very respected in her you know career in her community and then now she's basically hailing for cars to take her exactly to anywhere, to anywhere. it's so yeah, sad i was gonna say but like but like the other end of it is that i'm always pleasantly surprised by how amazing people are whenever like i get a flat tire mm. i park on the side of the road whenever i have any issues like i have so many cars constantly yeah, yeah, stopping yeah. especially here like, are you okay yeah which like dubai is a pretty metropolitan multicultural city and you tend to lose that kind of thing when it's a big mix and stuff like that yeah. agreed but mm. uh yeah like in dubai though it does seem to still have that like essence of like if somebody sees i mean it's probably because I'm a woman also. Like, uh, a female at least. Mm. Parked on the side of the road. Like, four or five cars will stop yeah, and yeah. be like, do you need help? Are you okay? Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. Also, they give, like, uh, water away during iftar time at the traffic lights. Have Actually, you guys seen that? This is really weird. You know why? <laughs> they they slow the traffic down to make sure that each and every car has water during iftar, which is sort of counterproductive because then you're seriously <laughs> like <laughs> you're <laughs> late for you're making me late for iftar but you just want me to take oh uh, yeah so don't hit on them weird. i really like it i really like <laughs> no, no, it. it's, it's really it's cool nice it's cool because the other day i saw kids doing it and i was like oh the kids oh, are in nice. on it too yeah. Yeah. Today, today i parked my like i i had to take the u-turn on a traffic light but it was like no like no u-turns here so i i saw them giving away stuff <laughs> at that traffic light so i was like when i come back to this traffic light to make sure to stop because i want a box you know so i came You're back so greedy <laughs> i came back to the traffic light it was a star time and i was on the road i deserve it so i came back from the traffic i light. deserve it <laughs> the universe owes me this <laughs> <laughs> so when i came back i like stopped behind the car and the guy came to the car like in front of me gave them a box came to my car looked at me and skipped you're joking i swear he skipped so me funny. i had my window open on purpose <laughs> like, like you know i have it already open because oh, i want so hot funny. air in my car <laughs> oh you, you happen to be there just give me the box <laughs> he, he skipped me completely he looked at you he's like this guy wants it too much <laughs> i'm not gonna give it to him Oh man, those guys that give out boxes, actually, hats off to them, standing around right before iftar and making sure everybody's having a snack. Also, hats off to them for ignoring Jameed completely. I like that. 
So, thanks again for listening to another episode of Hamburger Generation. As always, please like us on Instagram at hamburger.generation. Um, rate and review us and just share some love. If you have any ideas, things you like, didn't like, slide in the DM. See ya.